Hello and welcome to Employee Experience Lab Podcasts, a new podcast series from Employee Experience Labs, where we will speak with various experts, practitioners, and fellow colleagues in the employee experience and HR shared services space. Today, I will be speaking with Joanna Hidalgo, HR Operations Director at ADM, the Arcot Daniels Midland Company, an American multinational food processing and commodities trading corporation headquartered in Chicago. With Joanna, I will be talking about the status and history of HR transformation, the metaverse and ChatGPT, and how important it is for HR practitioners to understand and embrace today's technology landscape. We will also talk about how important it is to unlearn in today's world of HR. How many of us had, and I learned this in, in, in my previous experience, how many of us were close to low-code, no-code, you know, programming? Imagine tier one support. Just the very basic of customer service, what ChatGPT could do. We need to continue to learn and unlearn, be able to adapt. Before we go there, let's hear from Joanna about her career and current role. Enjoy the podcast. Joha, thank you so much for uh, for making the time today, for meeting me today. I'm, I'm really excited to have an interesting conversation with you. Um, but before we dive into, into topics that are of big interest for both of us, um, tell us a bit about you. Uh, who are you? What is your background? What did you study? And, and how did you become an expert in HR? Of course. My pleasure, Volker, and thank you very much for the invitation. Also very excited to be here. Um, I studied and, and graduated from law school and, uh, and had additional um, studies in human resources capital. Um, I also had a cert uh, recent certification in data science for business machine learning and data mining. Quite a different wow. experience for me. That was in 2022. <laughs> yes, <laughs> very exciting. and. Uh, And I'm currently about to conclude a master's degree in commerce and international markets, uh, which I am Amazing. loving it every minute of it. Um, but I have always been very, very curious uh, and wanted to understand how things work. And probably that mindset that has led me to transformation, you know, how things work, how can we change them and how people, processes and technology come together to drive results for the business and how can we influence that equation, uh, I think has definitely led me to where I am today. Ah, very exciting. Very interesting. Absolutely. I mean, this is this is how I, I know you, right? Always, always curious, always interested, <laughs> always looking to, to learn more, to understand more. Yes. Um, Talking about this, um, mm -hmm. what, what were your last stations as an, as an HR expert? What did you do in mm -hmm. the recent years, particularly? Yes, of course. Um, well, I was um, a few years ago services lead, uh, servicing uh, 40,000 employees for 19 countries across the Americas in my previous organization. In, in that same organization, I also had the role of, of senior director for people services. Um, great transformation uh, learnings there. And so, but the thing is that my role from Sure Services then moved to have that component of local teams in our business units with that end-to-end -end view of people experience and with the use of technology 
and true customer-centric approach to HR, then that's how um, that's how you know the whole adventure there uh, evolved. And back in 2022, I decided to move uh, to an HR role evolution into a new organization. Very exciting, completely you know now being now leading the the, the global transformation or evolution in an organization, applying lessons learned in my past working experience to advance on this journey. And of course, you know, being able to also do my part in, in increasing our value of HR in front of the business. Yeah, really interesting, really interesting background and, and journey you have taken. A few of those stations we've done together, Joha, and uh, yes. really excited about this. And we <laughs> did it also with, with another colleague, right? Davis, uh, Davis Aguilar. I, mm -hmm. I spoke a few weeks back with him. And, mm -hmm. you know, in, in this conversation, we agreed that in transformation, the main mm -hmm. focus is, is usually on, on the shared services piece, right? Mm -hmm. And you mm -hmm. are now in, in another transformation. Mm -hmm. Are you mm -hmm. are you also focusing mainly on, on the shared services piece, the structure, the design, upskilling mm -hmm. of shared services? Or how, how is this for you? Do you see it's, the same? Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's both. Uh, we do not have a shared services yet. So yeah. I definitely believe, and in my experience, that shared services... Uh, even evolving to global business services, you know, we live that <laughs> together. And I always share that having a global business services supporting your function definitely, you know, change the whole um, the way that you can go more in depth and the speed that you can do, you know, transformation in organizations. So, yes, I'm doing both. You know, we have already mapped how does that journey can look like, how our service delivery can look like. Uh, we have the playbook, and now is how do we make it happen, you know, and, and be able to truly impact the organization at another level. I think that when you um, have the opportunity to transform and when you, and we do have a global business services in my current organization, HR is not part of that, but um, we definitely are working on, on that route as well and, and be able to transform, you know, the core of the business and, and bring, um, you know, more efficiencies and benefits for, for the business. Yeah, it's very exciting. I mean, mm -hmm. now that the exciting time is actually starting, right? From from the paper to the to the real life execution, exactly. the, the exciting part. Exactly. Yeah. And it's that view of how we manage end to end experience it's not even when we talk I, I think a few years we probably talk more about the end-to-end -end process it's now what is the end-to-end -end experience yes and yes. how we can unlock that value horizontally moving away from that siloed mentality of no my mm -hmm. region is working well well but how, <laughs> how can we tell this story from a global perspective and so that's that's where we are now it is absolutely it is a different very very different viewpoint i mean mm -hmm. uh, you and i we have we have uh, set up shared services for, <laughs> for companies where we really looked into process design right siloed process design how does exactly. this process work step one step two step three yeah. and we 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 didn't even come across this idea that you could think about it from mm -hmm. the end user experience mm -hmm. right and mm -hmm. and now it's it's very different. So this is this is really exciting when you can build yeah. up a shared services yeah. and mm -hmm. the process model with the design thinking with the end user in mind from from the beginning. So this is this is yes, truly something I'm definitely looking forward. 
definitely yeah. years ago. I, I go back in my career and we were there in HR putting policies together. This is how we think that we need to yeah. do stuff. And now it's like you design with your end user. Mm-hmm. And it's a completely different way of, of doing it and feeling and of, of accomplishment that the outcomes are closer to yeah. where that client uh, has a need and how we can solution for that. Yeah, and I always say, you know, in the past, we designed best case for the user, for the employee, and now we design with the employee, which is very different. And this is mm-hmm. absolutely the way to go. So I'm really mm-hmm. excited mm-hmm. to see when you are up and running, mm-hmm. uh, how the colleagues feel about this, both, of course, mm-hmm. right, the shared services folks, as mm-hmm. well as the uh, the colleagues that, that receive the service. Mm-hmm. But um. Looking also at at the um, the retail side of HR, what's mm-hmm. what's your focus there, and and why do you think we should also focus on them in the transformation? Yes, of course. Coming from a journey in an organization where we work so hard in making sure that we have a partner of in HR business uh, leads, you know, closely working with um, you know the business again. That's mm-hmm. that's where that's where I'm putting my focus a lot. So I, I do mm-hmm. think that HR retain needs to focus on the customer and not only a view of the internal stakeholder, you know, the yeah. the, the leaders that I work with is how I understand the customer that purchases the or products or services in, in that companies offer. And that's where we can engage and influence at another level and helping predict decisions data with the right data with the the analysis of of the data that we capture in hr and of course this is where there's also a connection with the shared services piece because if i have a a well designed tower that it's working and that it's delivering then i can release those hr business partners to be able to engage at the right level with the business and um and these functions, I mean, just go beyond, you know, HR of, of preparing reports, but it's how do we truly leverage data science to be able mm. to support the business. And I really like where McKinsey uh, states this very well of what is an HR business partner and, and what is the role of HR. And, and what they say, HR will be the driving force for many initiatives, mapping talent to value, making the workforce more flexible prioritizing strategic workforce planning, performance yes. management, reskilling, yes. building an HR platform and developing an HR tech ecosystem. For the other initiatives, HR can help the C-suite leaders push forward and establishing and radiating purpose, improving employee experience, driving leadership mm-hmm. and culture and simplifying the organization. It is a lot. It is not easy, <laughs> that's for sure, but that's where we can shift cultures and, and, and be agile in how we absorb technology, you know. I agree. Mm-hmm. I, I agree absolutely, mm-hmm. Joha. And yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's a lot, but also it is a very different, a very different perspective oh, as yeah. if you would have uh, looked at this, this position or this, this part of HR maybe even just three years ago, right? Maybe yes. even pre-pandemic. I think yeah. in the recent years, this has really changed. And I think because of that, the the emphasis on the transformation of the yeah. retain mm-hmm. uh, colleagues in HR is, is mm-hmm. as important as the shared services one because mm-hmm. they might be the ones that 
stay behind, right? Mm -hmm. But their role, their job is changing so significantly. And you have expressed it very well uh, with a with a quote there. This is this is a big piece of work. Mm -hmm. Now, when, when when we think about this, what what do you think is the is the best model to to strive for when it comes to retained HR? How should it be best structured? Is the mm -hmm. business partner um, mm -hmm. role, even with an updated mm -hmm. um, skill mm -hmm. set and updated uh, mm -hmm. task set mm -hmm. and COE, is, is that still the mm -hmm. direction of travel? Mm -hmm. Or how, how do you see that? Mm -hmm. And maybe also, how do you build it? Mm -hmm. I, I remember very well, I, I was in an organization, I think it was around 2005, 2000, <laughs> you, you know, early 2000s. And, the good old uh, days. The good old days, you know, <laughs> exactly. And, uh, and you know, we, we had the old rich model. And I digested that book. I read it from head to toe. And uh, very interesting, you know, to see how he was uh, looking at it, at the, that HR role and how the, he, the, the vision of evolving our function. And it was mm -hmm. about time. Like you said, we needed to have a different seat. We know that we came from, you know, doing very basic tactical um, tasks for the business, administrative, uh, like you said, uh, for, for our organizations. And our role started to change. And it was not easy at the beginning. We had a lot of pride on how we were doing things and many organizations. Mm -hmm. we, we, we still do that white glove approach. Yes, and and yes. everything ended up in HR, you know, when it came to talent. But we definitely learned better ways to serve the business and empower mm. our HR teams and people leaders to upgrade our game when it comes to manage and develop talent. Uh, and, and an individual does not leave our, an organization because HR didn't answer their questions. <laughs> they leave organizations because their managers don't know where they are, what they want, mm. and where are their careers heading. And so. Mm. When you think about HR doing that, it's we have definitely we're definitely in a very different place. But I do agree uh, with analysis of the three-part operating model, where mm -hmm. and, and definitely COEs have become subject matter experts. HR operations yeah. and service delivery efficiencies have played their part considerably. But the HR evolution of HRBPs, this is where I agree with Gardner and other analysis of of how the HRBPs also have can evolve to, to be those strategic talent leaders. But yeah. also, you know, that uh, it's a workforce that needs to continue to be analytically oriented, fully dedicated to the most pressing strategic priorities of the function. And, um, but then we also need a pool of HR problem solvers, people that have innovation, mm. that ideally work yes. on very strategic projects such as creating and upgrading resources, mm -hmm. practices, and policies of HR. We know how the world has changed. Where are our practices? How fast can we change them to be able to adapt mm -hmm. so the business yeah. can, you know, get the talent that we need? And, um, and then work closely with the COEs to deliver customer-centric uh, solutions. So it's that strategic HRBP, but also this is another workforce that comes with a more uh, analytical, uh, you know, process thinking when it comes to solve for, for these uh, areas in the business. And, and then the, the third one, I see them as, as those, and I think we have experienced them, those people experience leads, 
you know, that are focused more on on even compliance relations uh, issues, mm-hmm. and um, and are part of the operations people services, and they take care of that end to end of the employee experience and are part of the technology mm-hmm. team. So I think it's is the same, uh, but it's a tweak on what are some yeah, of the skills yeah. that HRBPs need to continue to bring to their workforce to be those you know truly consultants in front of of the business. Yeah, very, very interesting, Joao. Um, I, I think, you know, talking about the new um, profile for, for the business mm-hmm. partner, that will be very, very difficult mm-hmm. to find, right? When, when I think about um, the market, when I think about my experiences, mm-hmm. analytical skills and, you know, with mm-hmm. data analysts, mm-hmm. right? But the analytical skills and the understanding and comparing and bringing this to the table with the business understanding, yeah. where I fully agree, this is what, what the business partner should do in mm-hmm. the future. It's very hard to find. Yeah. I think this is, this is one of mm-hmm. the areas where we also in HR need to think about how do we build this mm-hmm. properly? Right, because you will not be able to get those folks from the mm-hmm. market. We need to really build mm-hmm. this. That's, that's a very interesting, mm-hmm. interesting yeah. one. Another one that you that you uh, mentioned there is around the the agile team to deliver quickly in an agile fashion mm-hmm. uh, updates, innovations. Mm-hmm. This is, you know. I didn't really see this present in in uh, Ulrich's original model and. I think it was a miss, but seeing this and where the world is nowadays, I'm I'm so mm-hmm. with you. This is this is really important. The this just the last three years and how much has changed around us, but also expectations to mm-hmm. HR as, as you have uh, laid out. Without such a team, I'm not sure how we could stay agile, how we could stay relevant to satisfy the needs mm-hmm. our business mm-hmm. colleagues have, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. How many of us had, and I learned this in, in, in my previous experience, how many of us were close to low-code, no-code, you know, mm-hmm. programming. And, and I loved how the organization got everyone close to that. You don't have, you're not from IT, it doesn't matter, you can learn it. Or you can at least, yes. you know, start understanding how it works. And, and, and how yes. that empowers your workforce to solution. And, and then, you know, the, the innovation, the project management piece, how do you do project management? Mm-hmm. When you are an HRBP, you need to understand those parts. You may not be an expert yes. or manage them, but have that understanding of how you can make things happen at another level I think that that's where you know we need to continue that and like you mentioned the analytical piece is definitely you know a big piece as well. Yeah. Now couldn't couldn't agree more Joha. The piece around low code no code. I think this is even and we experience this together. Mm-hmm. I think this is even further now and even quicker now when you think about uh, chat GPT and what is what is happening oh, yeah. out there. I was just when was it? I think last week Microsoft announced that um, they will introduce Copilot into the uh, into the Microsoft Office suite, inclusive of Teams, and they already have Copilots for mm-hmm. for um, developers. So I think what a non technical person will be able to deliver a, mm-hmm. as as innovation mm-hmm. as 
as uh, quick, um, yeah, even even better, even even less involvement than low code, no code, because the the, the chatbot will write it for mm-hmm. you, right? Well, mm-hmm. well, you you just need mm-hmm. to bring it in your natural language, and the the chatbot will do the rest. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is this is an amazing catalyst for for how, how more how much more value we can bring oh, yeah. to the organization in the oh, future. Yeah. Uh, that's that's what I think. I mean, did you? What, what's your thinking around that? And and it, it's exciting to be in HR and be part of that. Years ago, yeah. we would have never been part of that conversation. But you mentioned uh, Chat GPT and and the metaverse. I mean, I've been in those environments and how you feel in there, outside of the physical limitations. So definitely uh, knowing those technologies and how we can leverage that in HR, in our workforce, yeah. um, and how we deliver service so our, our teams and our people managers can focus on people where it actually matters. That's mm-hmm. definitely you know part of a role and how we can lead, again, those agile cultures. Yeah, I agree. I mean, on ChatGPT, f- fully with you, and and you know, on the metaverse, I'm a bit more skeptical. <laughs> uh, I have my bet with with Davis where we are in five years. I I still believe I will win it, but um, you know, yeah. let's let's see. I, I think it's it's it continues to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I I still outside of of training and outside mm-hmm. where I spoke with um. Uh, Pablo, uh, another of, of our, uh-huh. our friends, uh, about on the front line mm-hmm. where this really makes sense. Um, I still need to see the use case because currently the investment that you have to make into the metaverse is still so high oh, yeah. that mm-hmm. um, not many companies can can afford it. And so, yeah. what what is the 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 benefits case of that? This is where I think exactly the worked on, and and that's and that's very true. And you still get you know in the midst of all of this technology that people need that human touch yeah so between the investment that it means and other efforts that you can do in organization that's where but what i think that it's important is that hr is aware of Mm -hmm. how that is evolving Mm -hmm. and and we you know have the the pockets in our in our teams to be close to that. How is that changing the world? Because maybe not necessarily HR will adopt it, but people are using that in other pockets. Very good. So how Mm -hmm. I can, you know, I can help our people in our organizations, you know, to continue to, you know, evolve um, in parallel to those technologies. And what does that mean for our organizations? How is that changing the equation Mm -hmm. of our day to days? You know, maybe for us, we're, we're far from that, but there are other people that are closer. So I, I think it, it definitely permeates into the culture of organizations and communities. So being up to date on those type of, of topics, it's important. And uh, with ChatGPT, you know, it's scary. <laughs> you know, this yes. is this is very close to human-like capabilities. Yes. Like never, I have seen at least before, and we know that that all of these technologies have been around for a very long time, but the way that this is getting closer to how, you know, even humans, we react to questions 
it's it's very different, you know, when you think about chatbots mm -hmm. and sometimes chatbots are very square, you know, you kind of go <laughs> yes. like, and maybe you yes. add more information and it start, it, it just keeps telling you the same thing, but not chat GPTs. Mm -hmm. The more context uh, or instructions that you give to the chat GPT, the better the outcome mm -hmm. of that. So it's like a human. You can ask me a question three times. I may give you a different structure of the sentence, but the idea will be the mm -hmm. same. And that's how they have done with this type of technology. Mm -hmm. So when you think, and, and even at the more basic, ta basic tasks, contracts, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, in, in, in HR, um, instructions, mm -hmm. trainings, uh, context for onboardings, um, translations. Yes. You can even have a conversation with me in, in your own language exactly. and I will receive Spanish, it in Spanish for German. me. Yeah. Exactly. So imagine how mm. that, so I think that again, in HR, we have a responsibility to be close to how is that evolving mm. and how is that impacting organizations in other functions as well. Yeah. The it's, it's definitely, I agree with you there. It's, it's very important for us to stay on top, to be clear on what mm -hmm. is out there and how does it not only affect us mm -hmm. as a function, but how does it affect our our clients, our customers, our end users out exactly. there? Exactly. And how can we help them exactly. adopt it? Yeah, that's a that's a very mm -hmm. good angle on that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Makes makes perfect mm -hmm. sense. And mm -hmm. you know, talking mm -hmm. about metaverse, chat GPT, there's one question I ask everyone. If you think about five years from now. How do you think mm -hmm. HR will have or have not changed and evolved? What do you think? Hmm. Um, again, I mean, technology is right there. <laughs> whether we like it or not, yes. whether it's scary or not, um, we need to have a mix of talents where digitalization and data science and technology is part of our agenda. And how that technology is being integrated in other functions and how, again, is that affecting our workforce and, uh, and, and you know, all of that mixed with uh, the, the, the internal voice mm -hmm. of, of, our, of our teams mm -hmm. and how we can support our colleagues mm -hmm. and employees in organizations to continue to thrive in front of those technologies. Because again, maybe it's not technology that we will adopt But if the organization is adopting mm -hmm. that, how is that affecting the workforce? Yeah. Yeah. So to be able to understand what they're feeling, we need to understand those technologies. So that's where I see that HR continues to have an opportunity, very different. Political, social, economic factors has always been there. And now it's technology more and more and faster yes. has always been there. But the, the, the time that it took technology years ago, you know, 10 years, 15 years, and now it's months, yeah. you know, or even less, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so if you add the political, social, economic stress, plus the level of how fast technologies are coming in and having to learn them in the workspace, mm -hmm. that's where we can make and continue to make a difference. How can we, you know, predict of how this is going to mm. affect our workforce and our cultures and uh, and how, you know, we can make a difference in moments that matter. Yeah. Where is the human touch that we can mm. still insert in there that that can engage our workforce in, in, in the organization? So, yeah, I mean, HR will need to know a lot about technology, you know, and, and how it, again, it just 
affects the landscape. <laughs> I see our task list is not getting any shorter when <laughs> it comes to you. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. At the same Which is time, exciting. Yeah, it know? is exactly. It, it is. It is very exciting. And you know, not just mm -hmm. listening to you, I was just um, coming back to to my conversation with Davis when when we spoke about mm -hmm. AI and you know how AI or automation has actually helped us in our daily operations. And we had you know, conversations like, yeah, it's it's out there, we are trying, but so far nothing was a breakthrough. And two weeks later, ChatGPT came and changed everything, right? And we are continued to driving on this wave yeah. and more and more faster and faster. So it's, uh, yeah, it's-, it's Exactly, imagine, Tier one yeah. support. Yeah. Just the very basic of customer yeah. service, yeah. what ChatGPT could do. So it's and 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 it comes in support like and 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 yes, like I said, it's scary. Can it replace us? I don't think, at least not at this moment, but who knows, you know, how far it can go. And I see, you know, all of this coming so fast. Mm -hmm. And and then so if you don't want to be afraid of it you need to know it yes. and and that's where i think we need to continue to be curious mm -hmm. and 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 you know be intentional about knowing these technologies and and again how how can it affect our, our workforce and how can we support that journey i think you have a very strong point there you know years back we had technology colleagues that knew about hr And they build our, you know, big SAP systems. But nowadays, mm -hmm. and I, I believe it's not tomorrow, it is today. If you are in HR and you don't have the understanding of the technology, I think then you and your job is at very high risk to be replaced by something like a chat GPT, by something like an AI. Mm -hmm. Because there's a lot of things that those technologies can do already. And this is also in the business partnering space, right? Mm -hmm. That, that mm -hmm. AI understands business performance better and faster than you. It understands mm -hmm. the strategy that the company wants to do. So it can help with the exactly. right um, consultational mm -hmm. approach of you know, what you should do as a leader potentially mm -hmm. much better than than an, mm -hmm. an, an uh, HR business mm -hmm. partner who has stopped evolving uh, yesterday, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. I think you and me, mm -hmm. we will be safe because we are on that wave. <laughs> we are helping, uh, yeah. helping um, lifting the treasures from that technology mm -hmm. and making it mm -hmm. uh, or, or putting mm -hmm. it into, into a form and function that it can be yeah. utilized by the company, right? But And it, it, it's, it's a big effort. I mean, I, when I went into data mining mm. last, last year, I was like, what am I doing here? You know, <laughs> how do I digest this? Yes. It was scary. I was about, I think it was the third class and I was about to drop. <laughs> I was like, this is not for me. That, this is too much. And, and then I, I, I said, I, I, I need to do this. Yeah. I need to understand this for the, for the community at yeah. work that I belong to, for to make a difference and to understand. Yeah. I mean, I, if I want to influence, I need to know what my, my surroundings. Mm -hmm. So it was very challenging. I was working, you know, I was, I was uh, studying with people that have different backgrounds mm -hmm. and some mm -hmm. of us, this, this was the first time for others. Mm -hmm. So it was a beautiful mix. We helped each other. Great. 
and we all, you know, made it happen. So that's where I think we need to continue to yeah. take those risks and immerse ourselves in areas that are very different so far, but um, that we need to be able to manage those type of conversations and language when it comes to those business conversations. Ah, Joha, that's that's beautiful words, and I'm I'm tempted to to finish our conversation here because I'm not sure if anything uh, better <laughs> than that can happen when I speak. Um, but one one final question, maybe uh, we were talking a lot about the tomorrow, the future. Um, technology and its its potential but looking at today when you when you think about today what are your biggest or what is what is your biggest uh, currently at the moment um mm -hmm. challenge that you have in your in your day-to-day -day yeah. and and how do you approach it yeah a couple of things maybe here uh we need to continue to learn and unlearn mm -hmm. and be able to adapt and Get out of our paradigms, unlearn. I, I hear that for the first time. Go go a bit further mm -hmm. into that one. That's interesting. Yeah. Unlearn what you think it has worked for you for the last year, mm -hmm. even for the last year. Mm -hmm. and, and, and again, dare to change your paradigms so you can continue to make, uh, you know, to add value mm -hmm. to your communities, to your families, to, your, to yourself, mm -hmm. you know. And, and be able to be inspiring to others on how they can continue to evolve. So that, to me, it's, it's number one. And, and the second one, and it has nothing to do with technology, is to take care of each other. Uh, the world is not getting easier, but we can make a difference in our families, communities, and our teams at work. Yes. We get out of our little bubbles, and then we should consider how many people am I impacting and uplifting or inspiring And considering that a human being has around 10,000 opportunities in their life to make an impact in someone wow. else's, how does it look like for each of us? Yeah. Are we contributing in our own space? And, and companies will not advance or evolve or innovate if their people are not taking care of each other. We all have a responsibility, so we all have to do our part. This is not because a leader is telling me to do it. This is because I, this is my way of living. And if I contribute to the ecosystem, mm -hmm. then we can all, you know, be more creative. We can innovate and communities, companies can continue to grow and make their part in the world. This is not about only, you know, making money. People mm -hmm. are looking for organizations that make a difference yes. in their communities as well. So, yeah. Okay. I have to correct myself. I, I'm happy that we didn't stop the interview. What you said now is even nicer. <laughs> no, Joha, thank you so much for your time. It was a very big pleasure to talk to you and have the chance to have a, a conversation about HR, HR transformation, technology, and how we are actually mm -hmm. impacting so many people mm -hmm. with our daily work and in our daily lives. Thank you Always so much. a pleasure. Uh, Volker, thank you for the invitation. I had a great time. <laughs> thank you. And this was my interview with Joanna Hidalgo, HR Operations Director at ADM. Hope you found it insightful and can take bits and pieces into your day-to-day -day job. Stay tuned for more episodes from our Employee Experience Labs series. <laughs>